What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is April 8th, 2021. We are in our commute to the city. It's 8.26 a.m., like fucking Andy Gresh would say on the radio. Traffic. I got another 30 minutes to my commute, but good sign people are back in the city, like I always say. This is not existing 365 days ago, so it's good. But more than anything, I'm dropping this pod because I am back sipping the Red Sox Kool-Aid. I know I was part of the negative energy that was this weekend's games, and I don't blame the fans. It was the worst Red Sox baseball I've seen in a long time. They hadn't gone 0-3 since 1948. The sky was falling, and you could tell by the fans that it was just not good baseball. It was just the worst. But right now, I'm looking at the standings, and we are tied with the New York Yankees three games to three losses. So we won three, three and three. Where the Yankee fans are all talking shit, bragging about how their, you know, Red Sox suck and this team is not going to be good. Now you're, you literally just lost a series to the Orioles just like we did. You only won one game out of that series. And um, you guys lost a really painful game. Yankees, uh, their little star, star boy, fucking Glaber Torres with another error that gave in another run where they had to pull another hit from Kyle Hagashika Shaka um, to tie it up again in the 10th. Like, it's not good baseball going out of New York. I thought, you know, that kid Talion that they had pitching was throwing meatballs. And some of those hits from the Orioles were just like absolute bombs. Almost left the stadium. And, um... You know, it feels good. Like, I tell people, you know, right now I'm in a fantasy league and they're trying to make trades. Like, you can't judge from the first week of baseball how a team's going to be. And granted, the Red Sox predictability rate right now, because they don't have the pitching, because they have a lot of unnamed talent on that team, you know, we we could write them off. And we still, we still should until they actually show me that they're going to do something. But... I'll, I'll tell you what, we, we sweeped, we swept, <laughs> we swept the defending AL, AL American League champions, the Tampa Bay Rays, and we swept them, you know, we squeaked out a win with a walk-off by JD the other night, we absolutely dominate, dominated them during that day game, and from first-hand experience, the buzz is back. I'm uh, really impressed by some people right now. I mean, number one is obviously J.D. Drew, uh, J.D. Drew, J.D. Martinez. You know, this guy is an absolute um, hitting machine. He is someone that has gave us at least some sort of entertainment um, the start of the season. He's the only one that's actually been hitting. He hits all over that field, you name it. And, you know, he is just an absolute monster with talent. Um just a, an absolute dirt dog legend. I love having him on the team. He's just so chill. He's so calm. I mean, everybody's got that one JD Drew. Uh, JD Drew. God, I, I, back to JD Drew. One of my most hated Red Sox players, JD Martinez. Um, you know, we all have that one friend who's just like quiet, like successful. He's a nice guy. Usually, like works in construction, and you know, slowly has a little empire that he's building. And and that to me is JD Martinez. Dude does not flash. Dude does not act like a douche. Dude just gets hits and carries his team sometimes. And I know he gets credit because he is who he is, but the man has just been amazing. And 
you know, you got to give, um, you know, the the GM before some credit that for getting him in here and and, have, and having some veteran leadership on this team. He again is saving this team, and I just wanted to give him a special shout out because, again. Right now, the younger guys have not been able to find their bats. Devers is kind of having a hot streak right now, uh, cold streak right now, and um, it's been a, a lot of no-name hits um, going on. Frankie Rodriguez has been just one of those guys who's kind of been back that. But back again, let's, my top three players right now that I'm actually keeping an eye on on this team. Um, number two is um, Christian Vasquez. Like this guy looks like he's dropped 20 pounds. He is. Swing has just absolutely been amazing. He's just hitting bombs. Um, he hit that uh, go-ahead home run, that tying home run against the Rays the other night. And, um, you know, he's just been hitting bombs. Like, I, I don't know, like, what this guy's been doing in terms of switching it up, but he looks like he's getting himself into the shape he should have been when he got here. He's kind of just like a little, like, frumpy little fat boy um, who, you know, was a good leadership um, role, but you know, it was uh, always kind of like a tandem with team him and Sandy, uh, fucking Martinez. I, I can't remember his name, it was named Sandy, but anyways, like that was it, like battling and out, but none of them could hit. But now we're looking at Vasquez, who's actually hitting the ball and first hand experience, especially even just fantasy baseball. If you can get a catcher who hits, like that is such an important part of your lineup because usually he bats ninth, usually it's like you know, you're lucky to get this guy a base guy can't run for shit. So seeing a catcher just hitting bombs is such a pleasant thing for us. And he's like batting 444. Last time I checked, it might've went down because I know he struck out, um, after I saw that stat, but you know, everyone's sipping the Gary Sanchez Kool-Aid and this kid's Vasquez is quietly becoming one of my favorite players on this team. So um, he's someone I want to keep an eye on. Obviously, he's a streaky hitter, and then he starts to kind of go through slumps and dips and dives. But let's hope he keeps it up. Let's hope he gets himself, uh, you know, quite the um, momentum for him. Because right now, again, him with J.D. Martinez are the, like, absolute stars right now on this team that I've been, like, really interested in seeing how their progress goes. Um, besides that, you know, I'm going to have to say Nathan Evaldi is looking like he's, um, the pitcher that we hoped he was, um, ever since that AL championship game against the Dodgers, he hasn't been the same, but we have seen, um, this year, you know, some amazing, I think believe he had seven strikeouts yesterday, gave up one and run. I mean, you can't ask for anything more than a starter kept him in, in the seventh, uh, seventh inning, let him deal. I mean, this guy can pitch high pitch counts. Um, and he, you know, he was, he didn't have that much going into that. And he's someone that I'm also been like really amped up with Erod coming back, hopefully. And Chris sale, it's like things look good on paper, but I'm going to give Evaldi another shout out because, you know, again, starting pitching is so important. We saw what happened with that fucking seven run inning, um, in the second for the Orioles on how much that could really derail this team. So as long as we get these guys um, into their groove, at least these three three spots, you know, we can hang in there. We have some offensive pop. I mean, with Verdugo, uh, Bogarts, Devers, JD, 
Um, Javis, if he could not swing and miss all the time. Dalba, I mean, this team has power hitting. And also, you know, they, I mean, if they can get it together, Hunter Renfro, uh, Renfo, um, you know, some guys that, you know, Marwin Gonzalez, another dude that we're, we're, I'm going to keep a lookout on. You know, Enrique Hernandez had a uh, very slow start, but it looks like he's another guy that's going to add some spark to this team when he gets on base. He is definitely, like I said, a Brock Holt type of player. He gets everybody fired up. People want to can hang out with him. There's some screenshots from last year where he's dancing in the dugout. I mean, I have him watched on my fantasy team right now. I really want to see how he's doing because he's just one of those players who can play the outfield and second base, and you can use him around your team. So, um, yeah, I, you know, it's this is like the most unhealthiest relationship being a Red Sox fan, just being a baseball fan in general, because there's just little moments that really pull you out of the game that make you check out. And I will say that this past weekend against the Orioles is one of those things where I'm like, ah, this is going to fucking suck all year long. This team's just going to blow. And then we sweep the Rays. So I'm back in it again. Like, it's like getting off a fucking hardcore drug um, and then getting back on it. I'm back on the drug that is the Red Sox. And I'm just hoping that we can win some series and, you know, sweep some more series if possible. Uh, We'll see how that goes. I, you know, Orioles are fucking hot. They just beat the Yankees too. Like they're coming out the gate and it, it goes to show that we know we didn't lose to the Orioles of the past. We we lost to a very young Orioles team and, um, you know, it's, uh, they'll, they'll be one of those teams that's going to be a pain in the dick and they're going to give you problems throughout the season, just like the Rays were, you know, in the two thousands. And then, you know, now they're actually contenders. So, you know, I'm interested to see, I mean, AL East, as much as people like to shit on it, it's a good fucking conference. I mean, it's a good, yeah, it's a, it's a good conference. It's, it's just, um, a lot of decent teams like the, the Blue Jays, another team that can be like sneaky dangerous. If, um, you know, if they're all playing the right kind of baseball with Correa, you got some veteran leadership, you got, um, you know, Bichette, you got Vlad Guerrero Jr. You know, I'm, I'm, interested to see how they're going to do. I'm not looking forward to that series. So, you know, we split the Fenway, um, the Fenway series, which is fine. At least we're not, you know, going into our away, um, you know, away streak with run with like a fucking 0 and 6 record. Cause that was very close to happening. I mean, it was just, you know, those last, these last three games were tight besides this last one but you know having Tyler Glass now and somehow squeaking out a win for the Red Sox like that's like getting three wins right there because this kid is definitely one of the best pitchers in baseball and he's going to be there for a long time so you know kudos to the Sox for um dealing with the adversity that you know they were getting battered everywhere and it seems like their bats woke up and there's still some players that need to wake up like Devers is one of them um Bogart's had a few hits last night which is great but you know Raphael Devers I'm watching him right now I mean it seemed like everyone was getting really good contact on the ball um yesterday and Devers specifically had some good hits you know some of them were up the middle with the shift where you know normally if there wasn't a shift they'd get a hit but you know I'm looking at him as well to um, come out of his shell and start fucking raking the ball, you know, all over the field. This guy is absolutely talented. One of the best third basemen in baseball. You know, obviously, you know, Jose Ramirez is is definitely up there. Um, 
on the on the Indians. But you know, I, I'm uh, I'm very intrigued now. You know, I, it's just um, it's just you know, you guys know, and the the, the the select few that actually follow baseball know how crazy the sport is, and it's it's just crazy. It's it's not like it's not like football where you get you know. You go in three in football, your season's pretty much over, unless you pull, you know, pull a fucking rabbit out of your hat. But with baseball, again, you know, you can go in three and then you can win seven straight, and the next thing you know, you're the head of your uh, your, your your conference. So let's see how it goes. I'm I'm happy again. You know, I'll be intrigued to watch uh, the game. So side note, you know, I'm watching fantasy baseball and um, I'm playing, and it's been good. I'm I'm, I'm tearing it up. I got a pretty you know, my hitters are unbelievable. I'm leading in most of my categories right now. I got 11 to five uh, lead right now against this kid. I'm, you know, they, this, it ends Sunday, but I think I'm going to smoke this dude. Um, it, it, but it is one of those things where it's, it could go any other way. One of your pitchers gets hurt. I already got brought Byron Buxton, who's got a hamstring pull, which is not good news. I mean, I forget how many times people get hurt in baseball. It's very common. And you got to make some fucking moves. I got Luke Voigt already on my injured reserve list. And he's coming back in May. So, And Carlos Carrasco is another dude that's on my team who's hurt. If people get fucking hurt in baseball. And you, and that's where, you know, being a GM of your team, you need to make moves. So, you know, it's, I recommend you guys playing. I know everyone's into the FanDuel shit. But it's, um, it's fun. And like I said, two grand. At the end of August that I will win. I mean, I'm all about that shit. So, you know, I could buy a lot of baby shit with two grand. So, you know, I. but it's, again, it's keeping me interested in the game. I'm actually looking at other scores. I'm looking at other teams. And they also give you like a little highlight video of all your players to see how they did. And then you get upset when you leave guys on the bench. But um, it's definitely broadened my knowledge of different players around the league where I was just kind of pigeonholed into the Red Sox. So I recommend you guys um, start playing that. That's super important. You know, if you're trying to get into baseball more where you kind of got out of it, it's definitely worth joining a league and playing the game. It's super fun and, you know, plenty of room for shit talking. And besides that, the show 21 is coming out um, April 20th. Um, It's the new baseball video game that's on playstation 4 5 and xbox which is the first time for xbox players so um you know like i said we we spent most of quarantine last year playing that game and i got the game last night it was kind of annoying but um it's not easy like it's it's hard to hit so if you're someone who like likes action you know stick to fucking nhl or FIFA or something like that like this baseball video game is definitely um a patient game and you need to learn how to swing you need to learn how to hit but it's fun I mean there's content every month and I'm someone that's going to definitely buy that game and uh play it so you know that's the same thing I wanted to go off that uh besides that yeah shame on major league baseball for moving the all-star game talk about a fucking uh most hypocritical thing I've ever heard in my life You literally have um, lost so much business for minorities, especially in Georgia, because of a political decision that has nothing to do with these small businesses, that you're going to anger a lot of people who 
might have disagreed with the whole voter ID thing, but um, but now they're gonna be even more pissed that they just took millions of dollars out of their pockets because of a political corporate game that people play. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've worked for some corporations. They think that for most of them, you know, there's there's some good ones out there, but. Some of the bad ones I've worked for, they'll put on this, like, human rights fucking first, all this shit, but they actually don't give a fuck. Like, they give a shit about their bottom line, they give a shit about not getting sued, and they give a shit about, um, I mean, that's about it. Don't get sued, don't hurt anybody, and what are we making at the bottom? That's what they care about. That's what all corporations care about. To think that these corporations are socially active and want to change racism and all this shit they don't want to change racism they're just doing shit to sell more this is a marketing move by corporate companies has nothing to do with actual fucking results getting done and shame on major league baseball and shame on all that you're killing the sport you're gonna get more people pissed off they're not gonna watch it and congratulations rob manfred you're a piece of shit and it is what it is keep sports and politics out of it it's nothing to do with that unless there's a senator who fucking owns a baseball team and he votes for something fucked up you can do that but don't take money out of people's pockets that have no fucking bias against any political decision because you want to look like you're woke or you want to look like you're doing the right thing you're it's it's all lies and i and people need to understand that i don't think this is going to help major league baseball at all this is going to turn the people off that hate this shit and it's also going to piss off the people that you know, understand that there were some issues with what's going on with the voter ID thing, but also be like, no, nah, this is fucking stupid. And especially the people from Atlanta. I'd be so pissed. I just talked to someone yesterday. So yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah, you know, still in a personal level, still going strong, still doing my thing. I'm down 17 pounds since January. I've been eating right and just obviously with work keeping busy but you know it's possible for you people if you want to lose weight if you want to get healthy if you want to get off your fucking ass it starts with your diet it starts with your lifestyle and it starts with just you know watching out for the traps and by traps it could be going out getting shit days that week it could be um overeating it could be fucking staying in bed too long it could be parking too close to the door park far away if you if you're in a parking lot park far away walk your ass to the door it's little things like that add up to getting you know the kind of results you want to get and i'm talking to people that are like out of shape like you can change little things little increments and they start to you know fucking start to like work and that's kind of what happened to me i'm not doing any more calorie counting I'm not doing any more dieting. I'm not doing any more. Um, I'm not even working out the past two weeks, but I'm still losing weight. Granted, it might be from work stress. Who knows? But, you know, it's it. But but my lifestyle has changed in the last seven months. So it's a very easy thing to do, but it's the hardest thing to do those first three months. I'll tell you that. But if you can get through those three months, the rest is just you're an autopilot. You've, you've formed a very good habit and that's where you need to go. But, you know. No judgment if you don't. It's whenever you're ready. But if you need someone, we're here for you. As in me and all my other friends that have have done some things to get results. So enough of my (laughs) motivational speech to make people feel bad who aren't doing the right thing. But I just 
feel great and I'm the lowest I've been since god I don't even know since like I got a bad breakup like 10 years ago I think I'm lower than that so didn't need a bad breakup to feel good about myself anymore either like it was just uh just looking at what my goals were and hitting them and and that's kind of how the human brain works if you've had fucking goals you can go get them you just need to create them like if you don't have any goals you're just fucking doing autopilot and you're not you know you're not like measuring anything so all right i'm done everyone have a good rest of your week i'm heading into mass ave now and y'all fucking better keep your nose clean we'll talk to you soon get your vaccine talk to you later peace